Hello and welcome to the How BJJ Works podcast, the podcast where we do a deep dive and explore a concept or topic that was covered in the weekly blog post on the website. My name is Justin and I am your host. I'm a three-stripe purple belt who's been training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about seven years. This podcast is mostly targeted at newcomers to BJJ or those who are curious about the sport and would like to learn more before taking the plunge. That being said, all are welcome. And if you've been training for a while but just like to listen to people talk about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, please take a seat and stay a while. Today's episode is five reasons why BJJ can help you lose weight. And this is off of the blog post on the website, howbjjworks.com. If you haven't been there, please go check it out. Let me know what you think. This is a topic that is specifically in response to a couple questions I've been seeing. One of them is, can BJJ help you lose weight? I understand that some people may be approaching the sport from a workout and weight loss perspective. You may be considering multiple sports or martial arts, and you're trying to figure out what's the best one that you can enjoy and that can help you lose weight. This is a totally legitimate question, and it really got me thinking about when I first started jujitsu, kind of what my motivations were. I remember I'd been lifting weights, and this was about five years or so after I had gotten out of high school, so I wasn't working out that much, um, you know, maybe a couple times a week. I was going and lifting, just doing some light lifting, a little bit of cardio. Occasionally, I'd go play basketball with my buddies or something like that. But I remember getting to a point when I was just like, what am I doing all this for? <laughs> kind of like, wh- where's my motivation? You know, it'd be nice if I could actually be doing a an activity with other people. And so I started doing some researching into some martial arts. I was looking at a couple different things. And a coworker of mine at the time just happened to suggest, hey, I think you might be interested in this. And the irony, of course, being that I was instantly hooked and I have never stopped. And then I think he ended up leaving the job a few weeks after that. And and I don't think he trains anymore. It's kind of funny how those kind of things happen. And you may be finding yourself on a similar road. Maybe you're getting tired of only lifting weights or running on a treadmill or doing whatever it is, the elliptical whatever you're doing, maybe you're thinking to yourself, it would sure be nice if I could work out and actually have fun at the same time. And you can, you can totally do that. You can do that with jujitsu or you can do it with other things. It doesn't have to be jujitsu. I think basketball is a great activity for that. Tennis. There's a lot of other things you can be doing. Each of them comes with their own pros and cons. The reason why I wasn't a huge fan of team sports is because um, I'm, well, I'm not very good at them, (laughs) for one thing, (laughs) but also because I really enjoy having the battle be all about kind of yourself, and that's a very selfish thing to say, and I acknowledge that, and (laughs) I'm working on it, but it's true, and and that's, you got to find what really speaks to you, and so for me, I was really drawn to the more solo-oriented sport, where, you know, it's all about kind of you versus yourself in a lot of ways. The beautiful thing about jujitsu is you actually need a team. So it's a team because you need a wide range of teammates who can help you develop. Uh, You'll need the people who crush you, the people who you can crush, and the people who you're evenly matched against. Each of those different people fit a very specific role in your training and development. And without that group, you won't progress the way that you would otherwise. So in a lot of ways, it is a team-based sport, but in a lot of ways, it is also very much on you. 
So that is definitely the thing that kept me involved in jujitsu for all these years. Uh, you'll you know find out if that's right for you when you get started. But if you're considering doing jujitsu and you're wondering if it will help you lose weight, maybe that's a primary factor for going to the gym for you or looking at a different activity, then here's a couple things to think about. So the first is you're going to burn more calories from the increased activity. So if you aren't already getting up and around and doing stuff, just the simple act of going to the gym, doing the warm-ups, doing the techniques and drilling, doing the rolling, that's going to be a ton more calories that you're burning just alone without making any other lifestyle changes right off the bat. That doesn't necessarily apply to everyone because if you are already going to the gym, then of course you may have already been burning a certain number of calories. Jiu-jitsu may or may not be more than that. That being said, you're probably going to be using different muscles, different muscle groups, and probably it's going to be a different workout than what you're used to. Even a lot of people who are very strong and have a very strong foundation come into jujitsu and they're very surprised often at how tired they get. It's definitely a full body workout, especially if you're starting from standing and doing throws and then you take it to the ground, finish from there. It can be extremely exhausting. So if you haven't been doing activity, it's going to definitely kick your butt and you're going to burn calories just from the activity. If you already have been active, you may find that it still burns more calories than you're used to, but it really is going to depend on the caliber of athlete that you have been. The second point is that you're going to spend less time eating and drinking. <laughs> and this is just the uh, simple act of going to the gym. Jiu-Jitsu is a very time-consuming sport. So let's say class starts at 6 o'clock. You probably do technique and warm-up from 6 to 7, then you do uh, sparring at 7.30 until 8. Maybe you stay later and you get in more rolls until 8.30 and then you're going to stretch until 9. Then you're going to have to shower and eat. It's a, by the time it's all said and done, you're probably going to get in bed at 10, 10.30, somewhere around there. And that's not including if you want to you know, talk to your spouse or your significant other or if you want to stay up and you know, watch an episode of something before you go to bed or do some reading, right? All those things are going to add up. So maybe it's 11, 30, 12 before you're in bed, depending on kind of what you like to do in the evening. That's all time that you aren't <laughs> sitting on your lazy butt drinking and eating, or at least that's how it worked for me, because God knows that I love to eat and drink. <laughs> and uh, boy, does jujitsu really help kind of cut back the time that I'm even able to do that. So that was something that I noticed was very powerful for me. It's just less time, less opportunity to even make that choice. And so that was really wonderful for me. So that, I mean, alone cut out probably 2,000 calories a day for me just of beer and bar food. Now, if you were already really good and you already had those things kind of under control in your life, maybe this won't be as quite impactful for you. But the bottom line is it's really just less time that you could otherwise be consuming calories as opposed to burning them. Similarly to number two, number three is even when you're not at the gym, you may not have the energy to go out with your buddies to the bar or wherever. You may not want to go eat and drink and stay up all night partying. You're probably going to be super exhausted from training. So this is, again, just less time, less opportunity to be kind of indulging, right? To be eating above your 
caloric level of maintenance or or in excess right i definitely remember that time that there's a specific point in time when i just no longer felt like going out anymore and it largely was because i just didn't have the energy after you get out of work you know you've been training a few days a week maybe it's friday night people are saying you know hey let's go out just like oh my god the last thing i want to do is go out I just want to go to bed early <laughs> and you may feel that way eventually it'll kind of start to taper back right like once you get used to the routine maybe you're getting better at rolling you're not using as much energy or you're just getting in better shape you may find that you have the you know level of energy to go out on a friday or saturday again or even during the week maybe but there will be a few months where you don't and you're going to find that you probably lose a little bit of weight during that time. <laughs> the fourth point I would like to make is that you're going to be around healthier people. So when you're at the gym, when you're training, you're going to be making friends and being influenced by people who have probably been doing this longer than you. Sure, there will be people who are new just like you. But there's also going to be those people that you are learning from, that you may look up to. And a lot of these guys have been in the game a long time. They've been, they've really had the time to hone in kind of these, these dietary changes, these positive lifestyle decisions. Some of these guys are going to be in really good shape. They're going to have this stuff nailed down. You're going to wonder, what is their freaking secret? And you're probably going to ask them questions. You know, what do you do? What do you eat? You know, how often do you eat? How many calories? Blah, 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 blah. Just being around these people and talking to them and seeing what they do, you're probably going to be influenced by them regardless of whether you realize it or not. And so putting yourself around these people who have already made all these positive changes, who are living the lifestyle that you are kind of aspiring to have, it's going to have a really good impact on you. And you may find yourself adopting some of the things that they do. When you start making those kind of changes over time, these start to add up, just little changes over time. After a couple of years of being involved in the gym, you may find that you're living a much healthier lifestyle than you were before. And then maybe you start to develop some friendships with these people over time. Maybe your older friendships kind of start to fade away a little bit. You know, you'll probably not lose all your friendships, and I would encourage you to not only have friends <laughs> within the jujitsu community. I think a wide variety of relationships is healthy and normal. But you may find that some of the people that Maybe you didn't even really want to hang out with that much outside of the gym, but you just, for lack of better choices, were, or whatever the situation may be. Maybe you find that some of those relationships outside of the gym start to diminish, and some of the relationships in the gym start to flourish, especially if those are people who have already made these healthy choices that you're kind of being drawn towards. And you may find that hanging out with these people will also give you another opportunity to make better decisions. So kind of like not having enough time to eat and drink outside of the gym, if you're also spending your free time with healthier people, then you're going to be influenced when you go out to eat. If they get healthier options, maybe you decide to give that a try as well. You know, maybe they only have one or two beers instead of six. You know, these things are all choices that are going to add up over a long period of time. And you may find that your life is positively impacted by all of these things over the course of months or years. 
And then number five is kind of a culmination of all of these. It's you're going to feel better and you're going to want to keep getting healthier. So we've talked about how you're going to burn more calories from increased activity. You're going to spend less time eating and drinking from going out. You're going to have less energy probably, which will help you probably not go out as much. And then you're going to be around healthier people who are influencing you to probably make better decisions. So this number five point is just the culmination of all these things. It's essentially the snowball effect. So you've made all these changes over months and months and months, and you're probably going to find that the more you make these changes, the easier it is to make other changes. And you're going to find that you are liking the way that you feel, and you're enjoying having a more healthy life. And you're simply going to want to keep getting healthier. Now, sure, that means that you may slide back. It means you may make mistakes, even if that is over months. You know, like we're not talking about a day-to-day -day battle here. We're talking over a decade, essentially. We're talking about small changes over months that add up over years. And yes, there's going to be setbacks. You're going to get injured. You're going to gain weight. <laughs> if you're anything like me, you're going to drink too much on the holidays, right? <laughs> then you got to figure out how to dial it back in. We're not talking about a declining slope. It's not going to be this pretty curve, you know, that goes down. We're going to be talking about a stair-stepping type action, right? You go down a couple steps, and then you go up, and then down, and then up, right, if you're losing weight. And anyone who is really logged their calories is going to know that when you're trying to lose weight it's never just this simple curve right and that's kind of what i was referring to it's never just this simple downward slope where you're just constantly losing weight you're always going to lose a little and then gain a little bit back and then lose a little and gain a little bit back and it's always going to be that kind of stair-stepping, the jagged, you know, kind of looks like an earthquake, <laughs> where it just uh, looks like a seismogram. So all this to say, don't beat yourself up when you have to take a step back, right? If it feels like you're taking a step in the wrong direction, I know it is difficult, but do your best to see it as just one more stepping stone on the road to the positive changes you're trying to make. And the hardest part is going to be when you get injured. It's probably going to happen. It tends to happen to most people there's going to be some kind of injury even if it's a very small injury that's going to prevent you from getting back on the mats for a certain period of time i would really urge you to not go back to your old habits and that's probably going to be the most difficult part is when you do end up going back to those old habits is then getting yourself back on track to the positive changes that you are doing I can't tell you how many times I have stopped drinking alcohol altogether and then brought it back in little bits and then it kind of goes back up and you realize, okay, drinking too much, so you cut it out again. I've done that with food, with certain types of food. But every time you go through those cycles, it can be really actually beneficial when you end up on the other side because you learn more about yourself and you learn that none of these things are really game changers. None of them are really the end of the world, right? Whenever you make a mistake, it's not like you don't get another chance to course correct, right? It's the same in jujitsu. When you get tapped, it's not like you're done, you know, you have to <laughs> you can never come back. It's the exact same thing. When you get tapped, what do you do? 
you think, okay, how did I get tapped? What can I do better to not get tapped that same way next time? And you just keep making these little changes that over the course of time start to add up to big changes. And that's exactly the same way you should be approaching the positive changes to you, whatever that means for you, whether that's losing weight, whether that's drinking less, whether that's being more active, whether that's getting your butt off the couch and literally doing anything but sitting on the couch all night, <laughs> uh, whatever that means, it's got to be for you. So I think I've beat that into the ground <laughs> and we've covered the five things now, the five reasons why jujitsu can help you lose weight, plus a bonus rant on <laughs> what to do when you end up uh, getting a setback. And to wrap this up, I just wanted to plug a couple things. The first is a subreddit that is called Lose It. So that is r forward slash lose it. And this was a subreddit that really helped me kind of figure out a number of things in regards to calorie counting. And I found it uh, very encouraging and inspiring to look through all the stories that people post on there. There's also a ton of great questions if you are looking to lose weight. It's a great place, a uh, great knowledge base, essentially. A lot of different people with a lot of different experiences. Some of it, not very good advice. Others have really good advice. So, you know, take everything with a grain of salt and make sure you're using your critical thinking cap. In terms of actual medical advice, you're probably going to want to visit a doctor or some kind of certified medical professional who can point you in the right direction of the right diet for you. But once you've done that, make sure that you're finding some kind of support group. So whether that is the subreddit, lose it that I mentioned, or whether you're talking to people at the gym and keeping yourself accountable and on track, or whether you have somebody outside of the gym, whatever that ends up being for you, I have very much found that helpful for me. The more that I can talk about what I'm doing with other people, the more that I feel accountable to actually stay on track with that, even if it's something that I already wanted to do, just that talking about what I'm doing, what I'm planning on doing, how I'm going to implement it, it really helps me think through all the different things. You can also get ideas of what to expect. I am very much that kind of person. I need to know what to expect. I need to know what is coming so that I can mentally prepare myself for it. And that really helps me be very successful in the things that I pursue. Fortunately, I am not a doctor. I'm not any kind of certified person to give dietary advice. So please don't send those questions to me. <laughs> All I can do is just talk about my own experiences with jujitsu and how it's helped me lose weight and how it's helped uh, kind of people lose weight in general and the things that have helped me be successful in those endeavors. And, but if you do need to shoot me a question, I can always try to help you find the right person to get you connected up with or the right direction to get you pointed in um, if you just can't think of anyone else to message. So feel free to message me and we'll figure it out together. This concludes our podcast, but I appreciate you sticking around for the whole episode. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and please leave a review or send me a message to let me know what you thought. In order to make ends meet, I do sell ad space on the website. I also promote affiliate links to products that I think are worth endorsing and accept donations through Patreon. If you ever want to contribute, your support is greatly appreciated, but don't feel pressured to give anything that you can't afford to anyone ever. Until next time, tap early, train often, and most importantly, have fun.